0: a good look we can go ahead and turn it up Next times legacy. 10 what's happening your man brandon in the building on this edition of hip-hop legacy kicking it kicking it with the big homie you know what i'm saying uh gotta send what's happening to my man gab rocking with me because uh the guest we got gab you know at the end of the day i was thinking about this dude gab and i was like you know what we got to make sure that we do something big to celebrate uh, just his grind you know what i mean like I mean, Richie Rich has just been one that I have followed for a long time. So it's like, it's only fair that we got to do a show, play his music, dedicate his uh, his music grind and his hustle and let these young, these young MTs and these young fans know how it was done and how the West was won. So Gav, the next Legacy listeners from all across the globe, we want to say what's happening to Double R live on, on Hip Hop Legacy. Double R, what's happening, brother? Oh, man,
1: I ain't making no noise, homie. I'm just sitting out here looking at this Harley Davidson sitting in the middle of the street with all these pictures of Tupac all over with a dead battery. You dig? <laughs> What's happening, <bro>? <laughs> right, right.
0: <laughs> Double R, man. It's good to hear your voice, bro. Good to hear your voice. It's been a minute. It's uh, been a minute. It's oh, been man, a it's minute. Good. It's good. What's
1: up with my guys, man? What y'all, what y'all doing up there, man? Man, yeah. shit. <laughs>
0: Just blow, just join, join this Cali breeze.
1: Yeah. Man, feel me about else. The weather been so dope out here, man. I'm. It's about. It's still about eighty degrees, man, out here. I'm not too far from the tilt. You feel me? So I'm just chilling mm-hmm. here. What y'all cats been up to, man? I mean,
0: I ain't heard from y'all in a minute, man. What you doing? Hey, hey. That's why that's why we had to reach out to my guy to just let him know. Like the audience has been so turned up, but also it's been so many people out there. Man, y'all need to get rich back on the air. Just you know, tell him that we appreciate his hustle and his music grind and everything that he he is and continue to be. So I mean, we celebrating this night, man. In your honor, bro, we just gonna play hella music. We gonna turn it up. We gonna make sure that we do it all righteous, but also catch up with you too and just. You know what I'm saying, see what's happening on your side and what you've been up to, bro. Damn, I'm,
1: I wish I would have knew y'all was gonna call me. I would have. I got a new album finna drop, man. You know I uh, you
0: know I be
1: I be I be, be keeping my feet in the mud, man. I stand in the streets and I'm tangle myself up a little bit with these people. So uh, I got this record called the Fed Case. I don't know if anybody who really been keeping their nose in my business. Know I got in a little trouble mm-hmm. like four years ago on some marijuana right. grow type shit. And I caught a little federal case with some cats that I know, and um, they then finally, and it finally ran up on me, man, and told me they want me to go lay it down for a minute. But they gave me a lenient right. sentence based on on what it was. But it is what it is. I'm a street nigga. I'm, I ain't mad. But I had this record that I had been working on called the Fed Case. Once I caught the case, I start, you know, putting certain songs I had in a lineup for the record. But I didn't know, mm-hmm. I didn't know the case was gonna go on for so long. Case went on for like right. four years, and um, I ain't one of them stupid young niggas who's gonna put. I ain't gonna say young. Um, let me take that back. I ain't one of them stupid dumb niggas who going because they got <laughs> some old niggas too. You feel me?
0: But, right, um, right. I
1: ain't one of them niggas who go, put the music out, and incriminate myself before I get sentenced. You dig? Um, and then drop up in the right. room, and the judge just dick a nigga all the way down. So I just been waiting and waiting until <laughs> they finally sends me. So now that I I know what kind of time I got to do, I'm finna drop the record. It's ten joints. It's called Fair Case, and it's all surrounding the case. You know what I'm talking about? So it's right, like, right. I feel like I feel like an activist out here, man. They gonna lock a nigga up for some tree, my nigga. And people running up uh, in yeah. these cannabis clubs. People running up for these clubs, yeah. buying this shit and getting receipts for the shit. You feel me? But I wish I was on call. I right, I would have right. emailed y'all a couple bangers, man. Y'all could have banged some exclusive. You feel me?
0: Hey, hey, man! Uh, hey, we still—I mean, it, it's never over. Even after this show, we gonna continue to do because we we play whatever we want, bro. So it's it's you know you bring that to if, me. We'll about? we'll spend some this whole week though. So it's all it's all it's Richie Rich week, but Like you know, it's what we do.
1: Right, wow, that's a good look thing because shit. I'm looking at yeah. my email right now. I'm like, and I wish I could email y'all something y'all could catch it and play it to these people. Let the yeah. people
0: man, know we, what the keys up
1: to you. Feel me?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, and especially when when is it dropping though? When when is it dropping?
1: I'm waiting on a release date right now from uh my man over there at Empire. Hopefully I can drop it in the next two months. I've been shooting a couple of okay. videos. I'm trying to like I'm trying to video the whole album. I'm gonna shoot ten videos and then that way, you know, by the time I get back, the buzz will be moving and then I'm gonna drop this Grow Room album. I got a record I got called the Grow Room and it don't feature mm-hmm. nothing but all stone. All Stoners is produced uh, 100% by The mechanics. That thing going okay. too. But it's, okay. but it's all weed. It's 10 weed songs, period. Just all get high songs. It's one continuous vibe. And it's called The Grow Room. So my thing is, they're going to lock me up for this shit. I'm fixing to go on and just, I'm, that's going to be my <laughs> my subject for the next three records. You feel me? <laughs> since since everybody's everybody smoking now, and smoking is such a, a popular thing to do. You know, I've been blowing my whole life. I've been blowing when niggas was talking about, nigga, you smoke weed, nigga, you trippin'. Now everybody. Right, does. right. My auntie blowing, you know what I mean? My auntie blowing. I mean, right. My uncle blowing, everybody blowing. So, fuck it. Uh-huh. I'm going to move forward, you dig?
0: <laughs> I got you. I got you. Gav, throw your question out there to the Richard Rich. who is was live on Hip Hop Legacy, brought to you by Next Legacy Radio. Go ahead, Gav.
1: Man, I was um, I was um, going through YouTube and I had seen that you that you had did this track with uh um, with the Jack and I was listening to it. That shit go. Okay, I'm wondering which one was it. Was it the uh? It might have been. A, is it, what is, what? It is it called? What do you remember the name of it? Cause I got a whole, uh-huh. I got a whole, I got a whole record with Jack too that I did. We was working on some shit. We had like twenty songs we had did. And once again, yes. y'all know from my experience with Tupac, I'm not one of them niggas who just try to capitalize off my niggas' death. You feel me? Right. So a lot of people, right, right. like when Jack died, they was like, Rich, you need to put that record out. You need to put that record out. And like, I ain't thirsty like that. My nigga Jack was my friend just like Pac was my friend. They going to get the mm-hmm. record, but I ain't going to just drop as soon as a nigga die and try to eat, I try to eat off it a nigga. You know, I, I don't play yeah. like that. I don't play like that. You feel right. me? But, yeah, man, me, right. me and Jack got a few bangers,
0: my nigga. I mean, we got a whole bunch of bangers if you want the truth. You know? Uh, let yeah, let so me ask uh, you a question. Let me ask you a question, uh, Rich, because, uh, you know, I feel like, you know, Gab mentioned the Jack and just, you know, the culture of the, not just the Bay hip hop, but just hip hop in general, man. Like, if you, you take a look at the culture, and I feel like your art had, you know, brought it to a level you know that that changed a lot of people's uh, outset cuz i remember i was uh i was looking at something that Snoop Dogg put out there as far as his motivation for 213 was because of what you did with 415 and uh when you look at like you know the early motivation that you know what i'm saying was is, is put out there like you know what i'm saying a lot of people got put on because they was motivated by the next or they did something because of what you did or Tupac did or you know what I'm saying, even going way back to NWA and before that. So when you look at the culture now, do you still you still see a lot of people that appreciate to, you know what I'm saying, some of the classic uh, people that, that that came into the game like yourself and others?
1: You know what? I mean, I, I got a lot of young cats that I fuck with that say, you know, um, I might be one of the reasons that they was rapping. You know, like Jay Stalin was one of the young cats that I worked with, like, before he started doing his own thing. I don't want to sit here and say I put Stalin on because I didn't put him on. But I did give Mm -hmm. him his first shot at studio time and, you know, taught him how to count bars. He was always super talented, but he didn't really know how to count bars. And I kind of just laced him and I always told him, I was like, dude, to me, you got what it takes to, like, be one of those guys. You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. he just went on and opened his own company and started doing his thing. So I look at these young kids now, man, and I listen to some of the music. And I don't know what inspires these guys, to be honest with you. It seems like they're right, inspired right. by syrup. They seem like they're inspired by syrup. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <Because>, I mean, <laughs> I mean they keep it all the way
0: around, you know? It seems like
1: the syrup is inspiring these niggas. And the Zannies the and, uh, yeah, and the Percocets, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'll be sitting back listening to some of this shit, man, and I'll be like... Like, cause when well, we him, up, him, be, on gonna, be on
0: that, some of them be on that desk too, my nigga.
1: Yeah, yeah man. You know, I'm like, like short call it that, that magic powder. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> <But> it, <laughs> it's right, like, right. Oh, but the thing is, like when when I was making music, my nigga, I'll be honest with you, I was, we was talking a lot of reckless shit, but I was always teaching niggas about the hustle, about the game, right? What it, what what you could get from hustling. And what could happen to you hustling? Like, I always told all sides of the story because that's the way I was raised in the game. The OGs taught us things like, nigga, you get out here, you can get you a whole bunch of money. But you also can get mm-hmm. out here and get your head busted. And you also can out here and get, get out here and get you a whole bunch of jail time. So it's always been about a, giving the full picture to a motherfucker. And then if you get the full picture, it's up to you how you want to fuck with it. Then my next move was to lace you on how to get to the check or how to fuck with the bitch or you know just to lace you and then you 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 get a full spectrum of what you need to do and i always felt like it was it was a message in the madness you know i listen right. to a lot of this new shit a lot of this new shit pop like it it's it still bob your head it's shit that i listen to now and i'd be like that thing knock but if you sit back and listen to what a nigga saying it's, it's all party oriented music Like it ain't, Mm -hmm. niggas ain't, niggas ain't got no game in the music no more. I mean, huh? All Uh, the rappers don't need to talk about the same thing. That's what I, I, that's what, I mean, Everybody talking about the same thing. Like, you feel me?
0: Right. Right. And to
1: me, I mean, this is what I, go ahead.
0: No, I was going to say, Rich, like, I feel what you're saying. And as, as a guy who just, you know, who's, who's around since the birth of it, we've seen the evolution of it. We've seen how it got you know what I'm saying, got creative, and it got creative and real, and it got creative and rugged, and it got creative and thugged out. Like, we've seen all layers of hip-hop, so now you look at it, and it's just like you said, it just stays in one lane. It don't go nowhere else yeah, outside they- of the, the dust. Exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> you, know? yeah, it's, you feel but, what I'm saying? It's,
1: it's, it's junkie music. You feel me? Like, <laughs> everybody talking about how high they is, and I'm on the syrup, and I'm on the zannies and I'm a- and to be honest with you, like I'm an old nigga. I ain't a kid no more. Even though I look young, I feel young. My chick is young. You know what I mean? I'm real smooth. I still my feet is still in the pond, so you know right. I, I can see the way the water is moving. And I'm 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 I'm, pr- I'm always present and not in the past. But the thing is, it's like it's like the music has like you said it's just stopped. It's stopped in one lane, and everybody is just kind of <laughs> doing the same thing. It's like mm-hmm. they. They done pushed the bullshit to the mainstream and it's like now to catch some real shit, you got to dig underground to find it. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. And I guess Hell that's kind of yeah. how it was because 415 was underground. You know, it's still some niggas right. talking some real shit out there, but I don't know if it's the labels that they don't want to push the real shit. I don't know if it's the artists feel like if they ain't making their songs sound like future songs or they, then they ain't gonna have, you know, they ain't gonna have a shot at blowing up. I don't know, but I listen to the shit and it's just like I used to listen to niggas records and I could get something from it. I'd be like, "Oh, he was a fool when he said that." Like, "Oh, you know right. that did something to me. It touched me, kind of like make a nigga skin crawl." Like, "Do G's get to go to heaven?" Was a song I wrote, yeah. you know. And it was like it, if the motherfucker meant something, you feel me? Tupac mm-hmm. had all them different mm-hmm. songs that that meant something, and, and niggas wasn't afraid to do different things. Now I have niggas tell me, man, you, make, you need to make an album where everything is, like, on the same vibe. And I get it, but I actually, like, people. everybody don't feel the same every day. You know what I mean? Right. And that's what was dope about niggas like Tupac, you know, is, like, the nigga could do the Dear Mama, then he could do the Hit Him Up. I mean, niggas be feeling different, you know, in different times. Now it's just, like, it's yeah. one lane. It's, like, it's, Scarface put it best. He said all this new shit sound like... One long ass song, like when it come on and just they, <laughs> you could tell all the music is related to each other. It's like damn, that sounds just like the other song. Like put, say for, Am- right. for example, the nigga panda the the nigga uh, designer, came with the panda right. record. I thought that oh. was future, my nigga. I was Googling future, you know. I I was looking on YouTube and it was under on YouTube under future panda, you know. Right. So it wasn't right. even under designer. It took me a while to find out that it wasn't future. That kind mm-hmm. of used to be against. It used to be against the law to sound that much
0: like somebody else. Uh, exactly. Against the law. You feel me? All right. Hey, 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 double. Yo, hey, double R. They called them biters, bro. They called them biters. They called yeah. them. You know what I'm saying? Studio gangsters. Yeah. You know what I mean? Come on, man. It, we we knew all that, bro. You on point with it? Definitely.
1: Hey, Rich. You know but this is the. What's up, my name? Um, it was a, it was a thing that you did with Pac. It was like, hell along, Y'all was in the studio, freestyling. You ever gonna Pastor put that, Mike, put that uh, out? Was it the yeah. Mike joined or the? Yeah, you know, he was, I, was like, I raised him. Yeah, I taught him he was how to like, ride a bike. I him. You me? Yeah. I raised him. I taught him how to ride a bike. See, people, a lot of niggas think I be playing with that, man. When Pac came to Oakland, he didn't know nobody. I was mm-hmm. one of the first real niggas he met. And I used to bring them niggas weed, him and them little outlaws, Malcolm and uh, uh, Yaki, Yaki and all them niggas I used to bring all yeah. them niggas we could, The Outlaws, them niggas ended up being the Outlaws But I showed Pac the ropes Around here, he was still on He was still wearing the Nefertiti piece And he was like on some black power shit He wasn't even thugged out And we were right. on 415, right. we was on some Street shit, but me and him Clicked on a different level Like we used to smoke together, we used to fuck with broads Together, and we just became friends And then it got to a point to where we were starting to do music because I never felt like we was going to do music. Cause what he was on and what I was on was two different things. He was more like a, yeah. a star yet. He was on some black Panther type shit. I wasn't on that. Yeah. You know, but then when he got to death row and he got thugged out and he was like, man, let's do some music. I want to do music. with my nigga? Let's do some music. So we started doing songs together. And it's funny that you say that. Cause I wish I, I wish I had a podcast. Cause while I'm talking to you, I'm staring at this motorcycle, my nigga, that I built. Uh, it's called it's called Machiavelli. It's the cleanest motorcycle in California. It might be the cleanest like bike in that. the country.
0: Yeah, go get on my okay. Instagram.
1: It's, you. Do you, you? If y'all got a phone over there, get on my Instagram. I just put some pictures of it up there. I mean, and pockets oh, yeah. me right now going up the west, and it's a fool. Oh yeah, no doubt. But the yeah. thing is, I um, will reflect back to. All the way the music is sounding, the same, I can't blame the niggas that's making it. Totally, totally. Mm-hmm. The labels are the one, The labels are the ones behind what's being sold, what they are permitting right. people to listen to. You feel me? That, right. one lane mm-hmm. of music, that one lane of music, that shit I call junkie music. That's what they want to feed us. They want to keep niggas thinking, "Hey, you gotta have the Phantom. You gotta have the Bentley." Maybe you got to be on the Percocet, you got to be on the syrup, you got to be at the strip club. Nigga, if you ain't killing the nigga, you ain't shit. That's the message they pushing, and that's what the kids is coming up believing. So they on the syrup, they on the Percocet, they got the pistol, they down to kill a nigga. And what it's doing is it's, it's training our youth to feel like if they ain't in that lane and that ain't what they about, yeah, they don't count. They don't count. Yeah. They ain't gonna let you hear. Nigga, when I was coming up, we had groups like X Clan. Nigga, we would listen to X Clan. Nigga, we would fuck yep. around with Redman. We could go fuck around with EPMD. We go fuck around yep. with. It was just. It was just so many niggas. Nigga, Fresh Prince had the summertime joint. I mean, it was. It was just so many different kinds of music. On a Tuesday, you could go to the record store and pick up huh. five or six new albums, and it'd be all mm-hmm. that kind of shit. So you, as a listener, you had a choice. He was like, you know what? I'm fucking with the X-Fan. I'm on this Black Power shit. Somebody else might yep. be like, you know what? I'm fucking with the nigga Fresh Prince. I'm feeling like, you know, a summertime. Alone. Then somebody else like, nigga, I'm fucking with 415. These niggas going ham. So you had a choice of who you wanted to listen to, who you might have wanted to be like, who you might have wanted to believe in. Now, mm. no matter which artist you want to believe in, be it Future, be it Designer, be it Lil Wayne, be it any of these niggas, you're going to get the same message nigga you need to be on percocets you need to be on syrup you need to be You
0: need to be at the club
1: you need to be in a bentley you need to be at the phantom it's it's the same message it's true out of every <laughs> so what they're doing is just training niggas to grow up and be on that fuck shit you know what i mean
0: hey hey real talk double r richie rich is our guest on hip-hop legacy brought to you by next legacy radio and uh Hey, you—you you bringing back memories? Because when you say people used to go to, we used to go to the record spot to go pick up these joints. Like, I mean, you—you you a Bay dude like me? So, tile records up in Emeryville. You had, you know, spots over in, uh, you know, downtown Berkeley. Uh, child records you, there. Berkeley, you know what I'm saying? Get your yep. Slice
1: of that blondie and run up here get you some Exactly.
0: Records, you feel me? Exactly. 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 Had that turned up, but but also you mentioned you mentioned Tupac and uh, you know I was gonna ask you this because you know everybody's talking about the movie, people seeing the trailer, this that and the other. Um, I just want your thoughts. But before you even say that, like or or mention it as far as how you feel about it. Um. Here, here's my view, real quick. Like, I mean, it, to me, we, I think we can, uh, we can both agree. Actually, all of us people out there listening could, you know, it. The Tupac story can't be told in two hours. It just really can't. When you, when you really like break it down. Um. But well, my my know, fear is, my my fear is that uh, you know, they're just gonna they're just gonna revolve it around the '90s, but not the the era that really like you know what I'm saying. Everybody's gonna you know they they kind of picture him rolling in '96, so we just gonna put it right there, but his story has so many different layers of him as a child, his mom being, uh, you know, rest in peace, rest in peace of Feeney, you know, that Black mm-hmm. Panther growing up as a, you know, son of a Black Panther, like, you know, I, I just hope that they just do it justice, but it's, it, it would be hard, Rich, to say that you can cover this man's life in two hours, though. It would be hard to do.
1: Well, you know, it's crazy. People, I, when they first started doing that, people was hitting me talking about, hey, who who going to play your, your role in the Tupac movie. I was like, I don't even mm-hmm. know if they're going to have a Richie Rich in the Tupac movie because ain't nobody got it at me. I know LT. LT ain't got at me. i seen he got at the right. Outlaws. And then i seen – and my whole thing is like what you said is the truth. They just fixing to speak about the Tupac that was in L.A., the death row Tupac. That's all, that's, right. Apparently that's all they fucking with. It, yep. You can't really do a Tupac movie. Without Richie Rich, and it's Rich not because I'm say. thirsty. It's not because I'm thirsty. Because if I was thirsty, my nigga, I could have put two, two G's get to go to heaven out, and I could have had his mama on the record like Def Jam wanted me to do. But the thing is, mm-hmm. it's a lot of shit like you said about him. He goes so much deeper than Death Row. The Death Row, right? Let me tell you something. The Death Row shit is what killed my nigga, bro. Straight to fuck yep. up. I mean, yep. if you want yep. to prove, yep. the truth, the Death Row shit is what killed my guy. And I had conversations mm-hmm. with him, telling him about that. I had conversations with him, letting him know, bro, this is not what you really need to do. He was like, well, I'm in jail, though not nobody, Interscope ain't talking about coming to get me. The nigga should talk about coming to get me, and I could feel that, because I had been in jail before. But there right. have been plenty of times when I was with Pac, and I'd be in L.A., and I'd be like, blood roll one, And he'd tell, hey, you need to watch the B word. And I'm like, hold on, my nigga, is you banging? And he's like, no, I'm just saying, my hmm. nigga. I'm like, no, but my nigga, is you banging? Because you sound like you banging. Because you tell I'm, I we've been saying blood, and we, we ain't never gang-banged in the Bay. Never. Never in Oakland has anybody gang-banged. But blood was something mm-hmm. like that for my brother. My brother never used to be right. like, what's up, blood? I mean, he wasn't no gang-banger neither. But I used to be like, okay, my nigga, I saw him transitioning, and I saw him falling into something that he didn't know nothing about. Now, keep in mind, Tupac was a good nigga, but Tupac was a square. He wasn't no thug, nigga. He wasn't a, he, mm-hmm. Tupac was a player. He liked bitches. He liked weed. He was a good nigga. He was an activist. He was a caring black man who really gave a fuck about his people and what we'd have been through and all the shit. Because that's who he was before he went to death row. Mm-hmm. When he got to death row, he got amazed by the shit that Suge was bringing to the table. The, right. the, the mm-hmm. power and all the shit, the money and the power. It amazed him. And he started feeling that shit. And then he start merging into that lane. And then the thing is, he wanted to make the niggas at the label feel like he was 100% down with the movement. And then he starts screaming the MOB shit and the different shit. And I remember telling him, I was like, my nigga. That MOV shit is a real thing. You really don't know what you're talking about, bro. Mm. Don't come down here and adopt something that you really don't know what you're talking about. He was like, no, it's just money Mm. over business." I was like, really, it's money over blood, my nigga. I know what that's about. I've been to L.A. I got homeboys. I got cousins. I got family down there that's really rocking and really fucking with the shit. My nigga got down there and got lost, bro. He got down there and got lost, and he got caught up, and it cost him his life. Now, he still... Made a lot of headway, but in his short span of from digital underground to Death Row, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. He still made a lot of headway, but the Death Row shit is what killed him, bro. That's how he lost yeah, his yeah. life, bro. He's right. So, He's so they're right. probably gonna make the movie about that part of him because they, um, you know, LT is a LA nigga, and the only reason they're rushing with the movie is because they seen how good the. The N.W.A. movie did. Once the N.W.A. movie did, right. I mean, I done heard about all kind of movies. They doing the Dog Pound movie. They doing the, the, mm-hmm. the, the, the Snoop Dogg movie. I mean, they, it's just so many movies. But this is the thing. I didn't get a reach out from nobody. Didn't nobody hit me about no movie. I don't know how much the Outlaws' input was. I haven't seen the trailer. I haven't seen any of it. Because to keep it 100% mm-hmm. honest, my nigga, I mm-hmm. put a $127,000 into this motorcycle I'm looking at, and it's uh, I you. my dedication to <laughs> Tupac. The motherfucker I is. Feel you. It's, it's a 2008 Road Glide with a 30 inch front wheel, and it's 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 titled Machiavelli. It say Machiavelli on mm. the front. It's got five it's got five portraits of Pac on it, and the motherfucker Cole. It's got a license plate on the back that say I am Tupac, personalized plate, and it's got a picture of him on the back fender in the straight jacket looking back. If anybody is online, listening to the radio. Follow my Instagram at the real Richie Rich, and you can see pictures of the bike. And the is spelled T H A, and then Richie don't have no T in it. That's Richie from uh from Happy Days. This is Richie from the- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's R-I-H-I-E.
0: So,
1: so the Instagram is T-H-A-R-I-C-H-I-E-R-I-C-H. Check the bike out, bro. This this was this was my dedication to my nigga right here. You feel me? And
0: I love this dude. I love this dude.
1: My, <laughs> I put it out there just hey. to keep my guy alive. Cause I be on that motorcycle setting. I be pounding. I be on the ground, and it keep my nigga alive. Cause the nigga say, "Picture me rolling." You feel me? The nigga say, "I won't deny you." I'm a straight rider. Now he didn't ride motorcycles, but this was my dedication to him. See, I'm one of these type of niggas, bro. My relationship with anybody, whether it be you, mm-hmm. whether it be Tupac, whether it be my female, it's just like my relationship with God. It's ours. It don't have to be televised. It don't have to be publicized. You feel me? Right. So it didn't been a lot of times when Pac had died, people was getting at me and we want to interview you because we want to know all these things about Pac. And I'm not telling you none of that shit, nigga. That was my friend, nigga. What uh, why, would I, why would I let you come squeeze me for everything you want to know about Pac? You didn't get to meet him. Uh, Sorry. his records, nigga. That part. Yeah, that part. You feel oh, that me? Shit. That shit, that's fucked up. They, for them to leave you and um, digital underground, out oh, that, that's, that's some fucking foul shit. Well, see, the thing you know? is, like you said, you, you called it. You was like, I think they just going to do the 90s Pac. And then, like, another thing, it would be very hard. I don't know how much any, had to do with this either. I didn't see. See, this is what I did. When Pac died, I was a part of everything. That Afeni was a part of. If if she wasn't mm-hmm. a part of it, then I wasn't a part of it. Because it wasn't official. Right. Like, Afeni was like my mama, too. It, it just wasn't official. But it's a lot of thirst out here, my nigga. It's a lot of thirst out here. And some niggas, you know, they be thirsty. And they'll do thirsty things. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I just ain't never been thirsty, but, nigga. I always been my own nigga. I, yeah. I'm not thirsty, my yeah. nigga.
0: And that's one thing I always respect about you, Rich. Richie Rich is our guest on Hip Hop Legacy, brought to you by Next Legacy Radio. And uh, hit up the Instagram, T-H-A, Richie Rich, um, you know, for, uh, all, for all instant actors, T-H-A. It's T-H-A,
1: the real Richie Rich.
0: The real Richie Rich. There you go. There you go. The real Richie Rich.
1: T-H-A-R-I-C-H-I-E-R-I-C-H-U-Z-A-R-I-C-H-I-R-I-C-H-I-R-I-C-H-I-R-I-C-H-I-R-I-C-H-I-R-I-C-H-I-R-I-C-H-I-R-I-C
0: there you go. Follow the
1: kid, man, and wait for that record. Man, that fake Case <laughs> record is coming, man. And I'm going to send them some hey, bands hey. so they can play this week.
0: And, and when it's released, we're going to do a release party. We're going to do it like we we used to do it back in the day. And and and, and we go back way back when we did uh, Yuck's radio, Smoke A Lot radio. So, Rich, we go way back like that. But also, I got to throw something out there because one thing I always respect about you when you mentioned Tupac, he has so many lanes with his music. I mean, you had the same, like, I mean, you know, especially with the 415 group, you had Sideshow, you had a lot of classics, you know what I mean? But also you you mentioned, do G's get to go to heaven? You got, you know, so uh, many layers of your music as well. So, you know, we got to rank you up there as far as, you know, some of the most diverse and culturally impactful guys in this, in this hip-hop history of music, bro. So we got to make sure that we... Let the people that's young and established that knows you know your history too. So, you know, just right. just, let, just letting the people know a little bit. You know what I
1: mean? I'm a, exactly. I appreciate, the, appreciate that. And I'm going to let the people know this. The difference between me and Tupac and me and 40 and me and Short and me and Snoop is them niggas just did music. My problem... I kept fucking with them bags, my nigga. I kept fucking with them scales. (laughs) I kept fucking, you know what I mean? For real. Right, right. That was my problem. I kept fucking with them scales and them bags and and that instant money. And I left a lot of my fans hanging. I remember Tina Davis, who was my A&R, the one who took me to death jam. She said the same thing you (laughs) just said. She's like, Rich, to me, you are Tupac's equal with the, the way you write diverse songs. Like, you got so many different, Lanes and so many different things you can touch on because you're you're a well-rounded person and been through a lot of shit. So like, even though I didn't reach as many people, the quality of music was just as good. You feel me? Mm
0: -hmm. And the
1: funny thing about it is the only reason I'm gonna keep doing music now is because I'm like, okay, I'm seeing how many people reach out to me. Like, damn double when you're dropping something, damn double when you're dropping something. And then I'm looking at, damn, I'm still good and I'm still fresh and I still got that raspy. You know I'm I'm distinctive, and and old niggas is getting back on. I mean shit, old niggas is getting back on. I know niggas <laughs> that's my age that was like, I know niggas that's my age is like, dude, I don't even listen to rap no more because I can't fuck with that shit that's out, and that ain't no knock. Right. that Shit that's out, you know. But I play some shit for some of my young niggas. And was Black like, Double. This is it. He was like, you need to drop this. They was like, nigga, if you were dropping this, then, nigga, we would have something. Maybe we would have something to follow, nigga. He said, and then, you know, because that's what we do. We, you know, game sharp and game. You know, game recognized game. Right. Steel sharp and steel. So
0: mm-hmm. I'm going
1: to keep flooding them with the music. I'm going to flood them with the music. But the truth of the matter is, it's like we need our own outlet. And it's good now because you can get straight to the internet because these labels, I'm telling you, they got this thing set up the way they want it to roll, bro. They're pushing right. what they want to be heard, bro. They're going to steal but the you... culture from us, bro. They're going to steal the culture from us. Before it's over, they're going to steal it just like they stole the old school black music and turned it into rock mm-hmm. and roll. They're going to steal it. That's what they're doing. They're going to steal hey,
0: it. Hey, 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 Double R, you know what? If you want to if you wanna get real deep with it, like, I mean, they're going to try to steal this culture the way that uh, – you know they 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 stole this country. You know what I mean? Like they gon they <laughs> to steal this they gonna steal this culture like they stole everything else. But you know, but you well, know what's funny though, Rich? They, like we got uh, we got like the strength be... to be able to power back though. Like I think we got opportunity. Yeah. We just need to close that bridge and just be able to stay connected and stay consistent with what we do. Because if we do, we could fuck around and turn this thing way the fuck over. And then they gonna be like, "Damn, they they can't control us. They really can't." If we really well, like watched, get the right kind of you, people that's in charge, you know what I mean? Did you watch the BET Awards? Yes, sir. Sure did. Did you see the dude? Did you see the dude that gave the
1: humanitarian award to, to the young cat? <laughs> did you hear that shit he was talking about? Yep. The light skin, the light dude with the green eyes. I don't know his name, but did you hear that shit he was talking about? Yeah, I next heard, name, uh, William. Yeah, yeah Jesse was, Williams. He, he was, yeah, Jesse Williams. Yeah, he yeah he was letting niggas know like, I mean. Y'all making all this money, but you're going and spending it just to put labels on your body. You're going to spend it on jewelry and chains and all this shit when we came from chains. The realest thing is this, my nigga. If we want to get their attention, all we got to do is quit spending money with them. And they'll That's go, right. broke, bro. They'll That's go right. broke, bro. They'll go That's broke, right. bro. They'll go broke, bro. Because you know what? They don't spend no money. I got white boy partners rich as fuck. Dude, holes in the bottom of their shoes, bro. T-shirts and <laughs> neck curled up on it, bro. They don't spend no mm-hmm. money, bro.
0: They're nope. hanging on to their nope. money because
1: they know they want to have it when the shit go down. They don't spend no money. Yep.
0: We spend yep. all
1: our money trying to look like some buying their shit. I was telling my nigga in the hood the other day, nigga, you'll fuck around and try to talk me down on my price, but when you go to grab them Jordans, Oh man, you paying a hundred and sixty over because you're trying to get exactly. Them here and you don't want to wait. Yep. You and you need new yep. pair when you run in there to get them. Them uh, <laughs> them. What's <Worcestershire laughs> the new jeans? The Robins. I mean, uh, you cashing mm-hmm. out the Robins. I mean, you stunned. You don't run up in them stores talking about. Let me get man. Let me let me live one time, man. Let me get them for this, but. When you come around here fucking with me, uh, and you want to fuck, you need to get this thing I got. Ah, oh, blood, you tripping, blood. You trying to tax a nigga, bro. I ain't trying to spend that blood. You tripping. I ain't going to get right Rich, now. Rich, why is that,
0: dude. though? Double R, why why is that, though, man? Why why do people it, do it like that, man? Why is that? I don't that? get
1: it, Brody. I don't get it, Brody. You'll sit here and talk me down for hours and tell me, Oh man, nigga Good. got that shit around there, nigga, right now. I can get the dang thing, nigga, for a little bit of nothing, man. But you I, run up in there about them Jordans though. They can tell you, uh, hey man, I got one pair left, but my man, I'm holding them for my man, I want five hundred for these. Come on, man. Fuck dude, man. I need them. Oh, you finna pay five hundred for the Jays? But you don't uh, talk to me. Down. It's, it's like it's like what four you said on that song, Lace. You can look out for the homie. It, but if you don't do it that one time, you're a punk motherfucker to that homie. That, that's <laughs> in his eyes, you know? And Phil will be dropping that game. Folks be dropping that game, you know? It's weird how we get down, like, and what we spend our money on. I told my nigga this. Look at this. My nigga just went and bought a, a – a fa- a, not a Phantom. A, 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 yeah, is it the Phantom he just bought? No, mm-hmm. Rafe. He, just, he just went and bought
0: a Rafe, right? Right. right. He the
1: Rafe. He said he got the Rafe for one seventy. It's a 2015. Only had 10,000 miles on Right. Motherfucker queen. Now, mind you, when the Rafe is new, the Rafe is a $410,000 car, depending on the options. You can option it all the mm-hmm. way up to $440,000, dollars But when it's brand new, it's a $400,000 car. All right. I say that to say this. My man just went and bought one. A nice one with 10,000 miles, uh, 2015, for 171000 right? Right. Now, how the fuck do a car lose $230,000 worth of value in one year? You know why? Because they making all those race and all them new cars that Rolls Royce is making and that Bentley making for niggas. Mm-hmm. for hoop, Basketball players, football players, and rappers. Because them white people ain't buying mm-hmm. them cars. White people mm. ain't buying them cars, yep. so they buying them because you buying them cars. They know who buying them, and then we yep. get on it on the thing and rap about them, and we put them in the video. So nigga, like, oh, I got to go get that rafe. You seen that rafe? What you call him? Got the rafe? Oh, whoop! So you go blow your money on this car that ain't worth shit. Because if it was yep. worth some, I fuck with cars. I fuck with whips. Ain't no way no car gonna lose no two hundred and thirty thousand in one year, my nigga.
0: Exactly, but they yeah, exactly. build
1: that shit. They build that shit for us. They don't build a race for the white and, folks don't drive a race.
0: And, and rich and rich and if and if the white folks drive it, if they drive one of them, you know it's a tax write off, bro. Like they got a way right. where they can be able to parlay that into a tax write off, so they get the you know some of that money back at the end of the day. They using it for a, there is a purpose for what they do. You know what I mean? Like you know there's there's an underline with all that shit, bro. Like you you're so right, right about it. So right.
1: I was telling my I was telling my young nigga the other day. I said, "Nigga, I'm gonna put this on my mama. I ain't never bought a bottle or a table in my life, in my whole life. Even when I was mm-hmm. playing the clubs and all, I've never bought a bottle ever, never, ever, never. Because the mm-hmm. first time I tried to buy one, I was in Puffy's club. I was in Justin. And what was it was in? Let me see. I dropped the Def Jam album. I think in '96. I think it was nine. It was in '97. And I was in the in Puffy's Club, and they was coming around, they were serving mm. bottles. My nigga had a table. He's like, man, you want to get a bottle? That's when I was drinking Remy. I said, hell yeah, I'll take right. a bottle. And they whipped that motherfucker up, and they was like, it was 150 or $200, right? And I said, for right. that? nigga, that's like $35 at <laughs> the show, bro.
0: Right? I'm, like, I'm like, bro. That
1: that that bottle cost thirty five dollars at the store. Like, how is that five hundred dollars in here, man? How, how, is of how is this How is this? How is this hundred dollar bottle of champagne fifteen hundred, bro? Like, how does that mm-hmm. work, right? And it's like, how does that? How does that work? But you know what? That's what niggas do. My niggas beat man. My niggas be blowing so much money in the club. My little niggas, man, they be having the receipts. They be putting them on on the Snapchat, on the Whichcom. I mean, they just blowing the dough, blowing the dough, blowing the dough, like blowing the dough. They get into the money, but they blowing it. Yeah. They blowing it. Right. I don't tabs. I don't see tabs. Oh, I don't come a car. Don't hit my motorcycles down the middle of the street. Okay. <laughs> All right. My bad. All right. So I don't no, tabs, No, you good, my nigga. I don't tabs, my nigga. Thirty four thousand niggas in, in in the club buying bottles and food 34000 the tip 8000 mm. white folks you can't sell a white man no bottle that costs $100 for 1500 then we need a table mm-hmm. what's up with you brother then we need a table mm-hmm. uh, yep. right, I see it's all good then we need a table so you're gonna charge us for this table you ain't seen this yet come check it out when you get a minute yeah so then we need a table and uh the table gonna cost us twenty five hundred to come sit at the table with these five chairs and you gonna give us a couple bottles. Dude, all this shit is a cycle, Brody. They all work oh, yeah. together and then, then they promote the music and they show the niggas in the videos and the niggas who having money, the popular niggas is buying tables. These niggas buying bottles. Mm-hmm. These niggas driving race. Yep. You niggas better get your paper up. You better get your check up and get out yep. right here and live like you supposed to be. Because if not, nigga use a bum. Nigga, you ain't having no money, nigga, you a bum. And then these niggas get described. Well, I ain't got no hustle. Bro. I'm finna go kill four niggas. I'm finna strip this nigga out. I'm taking this nigga chain and everything else. I'm finna go get me some right. balls on the table, my nigga. All this shit is, hey boy, it's, it's so hypnotizing, boy. They got us so yep. fucked up, my man.
0: They nah, and, and you ain't, you ain't never lying. Double <laughs> R, Richie Rich is our guest. On Hip Hop Legacy, brought to you by Next Legacy Radio. And, a, uh, you know, a quick one, man, before I let you handle your business, bro. Like, hey, for one, actually, you no, know, it's two. One, can you come back with new tracks? And, you know, actually, when we do, like, a uh, another show, we'll just go ahead and revolve it around your entire uh, album that's coming out. And especially once you get the street day, like, something exclusive. And then you can take calls from your fans and shit, shit like that. You down with that?
1: Yep, I'm down with that. This this is the only thing. I'm going to send you all some music to play because real talk. On the 28th of the next month, I'm out of here. And I ain't going to be back for 10 Got months, bro. I ain't going to be back for 10 months. So y'all going to have to hold me down till I get back. So I'll send y'all some hey, shit to play, though. You hear me?
0: No, nah, I'm definitely going to hold you is. down. And not only that, like, we're going to make sure that we handle business, you know, way beforehand. So, you know, like I said, man, one of the one of the reasons why I wanted to do this show is just to, you know, let you know, you know, not just myself and Gab, but all these listeners out here listening to that, man, we appreciate you, bro, like. You know what I'm saying? All the shit that you have done and all the shit that you are continuing to do, man. And holding you down is is nothing while you got to go take care of business, bro. But at the same time, we're going to keep your your music rocking like we always do. All right, man. This
1: is one thing I want to say to the fans, man. Anybody who never listened to Rich bought a Rich record, I mean of storing shit without customers, you know what I mean? So the people, I'm, mm-hmm. I mean, I was elected by the people. The people made me. I appreciate all that. Like, a lot of times people be like, damn, Rich, you the nigga. But really, no, you the nigga because you, you supported me. You feel me? I could be out here in the yep. store selling tapes. If don't nobody going to buy none, you know I'm an old school nigga. I said selling tapes. But look, um, <laughs> if don't nobody go buy none, you're not a nigga ain't shit. You feel me?
0: straight up. Right. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah.
1: I, I, I shoot anybody listening. And you know, I hope I didn't hurt nobody's feelings with all this game I got. But I mean I'm gonna be a straight shooter all the time. I ain't never seen a gun with a bent barrel. I shoot straight, my
0: nigga. <laughs> <laughs> <You know. laughs> that's why that's why we got a lot of love for you man. Like I said, man, people that people that understand you giving free game tonight on this station is, is, you know what I'm saying? They they should be able to appreciate that. And to me, at the end of it all, man, I think the game needs us anyways. Because we learn this culture, man. We ain't we ain't going to say it's die, you know it's, it's dead or it's dying or whatever, because we got people like you that still putting out music and others. But, shit, we got to make sure we find ways to be able to continue this uh, legacy the right way. Like, if we got to hit our police it to the point where it's solid, where we're going to have to make sure we do that. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, because we're still
1: in position. All we got to do is, like you say, police it until it's solid. You know what I'm talking
0: about? Yep. Each, each, yep. One, each, one, each one, each one. You feel me? It's good. Exactly. Exactly. Rich, I appreciate you spending time with us, and we're going we to get you back, and we're going to do a whole thing, and we're going to have you your fan base take calls, and so I'm going to be at you, Uh, you know what I'm saying, tomorrow or the next. But, uh, you know what I'm saying, hey, man, keep you know, keep grinding, and know we got you, bro. We're going to always have you, bro, because you are – you are the inspirational guy. We gotta make sure we do what we can to keep you uh keep you solid. You know what I mean? All
1: right. It's love. Y'all stay up, man. Keep pushing. You too, bro. All right,
0: you do the same. You do the same. All right, that is a great one. He is he is a he is one of my he is one of my hip hop heroes. He is he is one of the guys that I feel in this business, like I can rely on this guy for like one hundred percent realism. Not just about the culture, but the way of life. And I appreciate uh double R hanging out. With the legacy. Gavine Brady here. We got music. We're gonna come back and make sure we get it popping right here on Next Legacy Radio and take your call. So log we'll in. Next Legacy.